1: All right, all right, all right, welcome in ESPN 97.7, Terry Wilder, Jamie Foxx with you on the Hump Day edition of The Edge. Appreciate you spending a little part of your time with us. It's glad to be back, I'm not in a submarine anymore, I'm not... Uh, literally broadcasting from the moon like I was Monday. appreciate you. Some, and Some
2: uh, said they preferred you that way. Yeah,
1: I, well, that was just my family. Yeah. But uh, appreciate you and uh, Prof holding it down, and I think we had San on Friday. Yes, last Friday. San so helped it out a appreciate lot. appreciate you guys and, doing uh, yeah. that, and uh, glad to be back, fired up, ready to go. Uh, already had minor surgery this morning there, Jamie.
2: I see that. Yeah. Uh... I had a, Did you sleepwalk through a plate glass window no, there? I had some
1: kind of like mole or something, and they're like, oh, we'll just cut that off. Like, well, oh, God. really? And sure enough, they surely did this morning they at did. 7 o'clock. Oh, that's not a good way to start and, today. Uh, yeah, when you get things removed from your body. Well, so uh, nothing, nothing major, though. We don't but, want to go uh, there. But, but yeah, uh, I got to go to Chick-fil-A and uh, come in here and listen to, uh, to Aaron and Jake. So, so
2: good it, stuff. But, good show. Welcome back uh, the original uh, controversial and charismatic one. I'm going to try to be both today. Okay. We're going to get
1: in some stuff. I'm going to make people mad. I'm going to make them smile. Uh, and, you know, later on, Jamie, you and I perhaps can go karaoke. No, we don't want to do that.
2: <laughs> Something we thought about, but anyway. <laughs> We're
1: brought to you by Dr. David Weber, who does not karaoke. No, he, he, he knows his limitations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165 North. North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Blue Dog actually had a little uh, vacation out at Dr. Weber's.
2: Uh, was this a uh, introduction to the uh, posh uh, doggy pad? Or no, uh,
1: he got his usual uh, standard uh, kennel domicile. Mm-hmm. Yep, while we were gone, and uh, was happy to you- be sprung. You know, yeah, yeah, and but he yeah. looked looked healthy and happy, yeah. Yeah. and I don't know if Dr. Weber or his wife did some doggy psychology, but uh, you guys go by and check them out if you want the best pet care. of People that really uh, love animals um, go by and see Dr. Weber. Seriously, U.S. Yes, they don't 25. care so much One. for humans, but they love animals. Yeah, they're 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 big into uh, into no, they, animals, uh, dogs and cats. Okay, somebody that uh, has not had a whole lot of luck these days. Lucky Whitehead. Unlucky Whitehead. Jamie, we were the first ones to talk about Lucky Whitehead in this we, area. I think so. About a week ago, ten days ago, when somebody had kid, when a rapper from Fort Worth had kidnapped Lucky Whitehead's dog. Yes. And held him for ransom, and it went on Instagram back and forth about, you know, the guy wanted ten, twenty thousand dollars 20000 to return uh, Lucky ransom Whitehead. Ransom money for, yeah. uh, uh,
2: what was the dog's name? The, I keep forgetting it. Uh, he wasn't lucky. He was, uh, oh, like, Brent or Flews, uh I don't know something. something who something knows. something really vicious. But, but Lucky
1: got yeah. his dog back and yeah. and all was well with the world, until a report came out out of um, Prince William County up in Virginia near D.C. that Lucky had been arrested, in mm-hmm. charge with shoplifting like under two hundred bucks. Well, the Cowboys uh, initially said, "Look, we're looking into this. We're we're gonna wait for everything." And the police had charged Lucky Whitehead uh ironically enough it wasn't lucky white it was somebody no this is bizarre to me somebody that had no identification tells the police my name is lucky white whatever his first name is my lucky is lucky white had a social security number date of birth and all this information like yep that's me well the police are like okay we'll write that down and you know apparently the uh i'm assuming they checked driver's license Mm -hmm. pictures or whatever Mm -hmm. and it was close enough to uh And then come to find out it actually wasn't Lucky Whitehead who wasn't even in the state (laughs) at the time. And so the Cowboys released Lucky Whitehead uh, shortly thereafter. Jason Garrett was asked in his response uh, the other day on a news conference. And this is what Garrett said. Yesterday we made a decision that was deemed to be in the best interest of the Dallas Cowboys. We're standing by that decision. We're going to move on. They ask him about 10 more times. Like, well, you know, he was falsely arrested or falsely accused. Yeah. Yesterday we made a decision that we deemed to be in the best interest of the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to stand by that decision. We're going to move on. So Jason Garrett reiterated this uh, statement 10 times. And finally they're figured out, well, maybe that's what he's going to say. Uh, I got a couple things. And now... Lucky said, well, the Dallas Cowboys basically call me a liar. And, yeah, let's and, not sugarcoat
2: it. They're calling me a and liar. And so, look,
1: here's the thing. it's You know, Lucky Whitehead, and, and I wish him the best. I mean, his agent's already said a couple teams have already reached out to him, and, hey, God bless you. If you can go get another contract, go for it. Here's the Cleveland, thing.
2: Cleveland, I'm sure, is probably in the market for
1: him. Yeah, here's the deal. You're not guaranteed anything, folks. You ever heard what a at-will state is, Jamie?
2: Yes, I'm very familiar with it.
1: As am I. Yes, that means they don't have to give you justification, uh, Jamie. I don't like your shirt today. You're gone, or Jamie, you're just gone. We're move, or the proverbial, we're moving in a different direction. Uh, words you and I have heard before. A, a yes. lot of, everybody's yeah. heard that to, yeah. to some extent, and so not n- the
2: way we were told. Now, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, a bunch of people have. Now, Lucky is saying, "Well, wait a minute. Uh, they call me a liar. Wasn't right. They're trying to spin this thing. Look." Lucky Whitehead was a marginal, undrafted player. From Florida Atlantic. He played sparingly. He returned a few kicks. He returned a few punts. Uh, I think he rushed for like 168 yards. He was a marginal player at best. Uh, Did Lucky have a perfect record with the Cowboys? Uh, Actually, no. Jason Garrett told him one time, hey, don't even get on the plane to go to New York to play the Giants. We don't need you. Another time, he was late for a Mm walkthrough. And let me explain something to you, kids. If you're a marginal, undrafted guy that is barely hanging on to make a team, you better be there early and stay late. You better stay out of trouble. You better be, yes, sir, thank you, and please. And uh, if Jason Garrett or Jerry Jones or whoever the powers that be, your defensive line coach needs their car washed, you better be out there with a rag and a busket. You know what a busket is.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a uh, it's a, a a bucket with an S put in it.
1: Yes. Yeah, it well, was old yeah. Dennis Leary. Uh, the bucket. Yeah, that, that, that was some good stuff. Uh, at any rate, I'm a big Dennis Leary fan. In uh, case you didn't. that 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 says yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. YouTube Dennis Leary and Busket. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah. Anyway. Sure wasn't Kevin
2: uh, O'Leary. Kevin. No, no,
1: it was Dennis. Leary. I'm a big Dennis Leary guy. At any rate, um, here's the deal. You, it, it amazes me today because everybody goes on feelings Mm. you know had this been Dak Prescott or Tony Romo or Jason Whitten or even Ezekiel Elliott would they have cut him no God knows the Dallas Cowboys if Charles man if OJ if OJ has a chance to get an NFL contract it's with the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones if Charles Manson breaks out of prison this morning and can kick a football, Jerry will have him on contract and be defending him.
2: He'll be uh, he'll be approached by the star, won't he? Yeah. Uh,
1: absolutely. So Jerry yeah. Jones has no qualms in taking second, third, fourth, and sometimes fifth chances on players. And so the people that are just vilifying Jerry Jones and the cow, uh, it wasn't fair. Look, life is not fair, folks. They made a business decision. Now, Jamie, here's the cool thing about being business. If you make enough bad decisions in your business – It shuts down. Correct. If you make enough good decisions in your business over time, typically your business will grow. No guarantees on any of that. It's the same thing with Jerry Jones or with anybody that owns a professional sports franchise or if you're an athletic director or president of a university, you make enough good decisions, good things happen. You make bad decisions, bad things happen. And so, you know, the people that are, well, lucky, Lucky Whitehead should sue. Sue for what? He was cut. It happens. You're a marginal player that may or may not make the team to begin with. And Every
2: August something about 400-something. Or He cut.
1: deserves to play. Why does he deserve to play, folks? Why don't I deserve to play or you deserve to play? It's a business decision. Everybody is so governed by emotion these days. It's just, well, it's not right because it wasn't him. You know what? It wasn't him, but there are 31 other NFL teams out there. And if he's good enough, J.B., somebody will pick up. And you know, then he could be the guy that makes the interception against the Cowboys and keeps them out of the playoffs. Well, know, I don't
2: know, but good uh, luck with it, Lucky. Well, I think that the situation here too, as you indicated, this wasn't a one-event situation that that brought on the Cowboys' ire and and uh, hastened this decision. Uh, as you indicated, he had a a, a few transgressions that they probably. Probably uh, kept in the back of their mind, yes. And then this was kind of the final straw. But here's what, here, here's what Lucky, this is why I'm, I'm I'm worried about Lucky finding employment. Because uh, he says here, again, he's making excuses for his behavior. He says, as far as the whole situation went down, I was blindsided. He told the Dallas Morning Worlds, he said, I didn't know about a warrant that came about in the first place, clearly because I wasn't the person arrested. The head person in the Cowboys organization Told, no one backed me up. No one had my back in the whole situation. I knew about it at what, 12.45? By 2.30, I'm released. As far as the stuff that was preached by the Cowboys, I was left out to dry. You see the mantras that are all around, the star. I mean, by 12.45, I figured this out. Even going on, by 2.30, I was released. What's the real reason? Let me clear my name. I didn't have time to do that. I was pretty much called a liar. There's an issue. If you're not willing to look, oh, well, I was uh, told not to board the plane uh, I, because I was late. I was late for a walkthrough. I uh, had a few. But, no, he's not willing to address those. Well, ultimately, all he's saying is they call me a liar. You know, if you continue to make excuses for bad
1: behavior, you're going to get cut. Ultimately, is this the reason he was cut? Probably. It's, pro- it's the proverbial it straw Probably break the, the third back. strike strike. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And are the Cowboys going to go back up? Can you go back on that at this point point? go, oh, uh, our bad? And now you bring him back, and then there's more bad behavior, and then you gotta cut him again, and now it's a double jeopardy thing almost where people are like, Yeah, you're just looking for a reason to cut him. You know what? It's a business. You well, move on.
2: By all intents and purposes, Pac-Man Jones shouldn't even be in the league right now. But to your point earlier, Charles Mance, you <laughs> a few a few dicey references there, but you're spot on. If you're good, if you think a, a team thinks you can help them. They're going to sign you. If an organization or business thinks your skill set's going to bring them in more profits, they will hire you. They'll do it. Not fr- you and me, but but somebody yeah. else they will.
1: I had a friend of mine that uh, owned a car dealership. Mm-hmm. It's over in Dallas, Fort Worth. And we were talking one time. He goes, you know, Terry, my best salesman has a substance abuse problem. Mm-hmm. We all know it. He knows it. He acknowledges it. Serious alcoholic. Uh, he shows up at 11 o'clock. In the morning. He's supposed to be there at 8 or 9. Wow. He goes, Terry, he gets here at 11. He sells three times more cars than anybody else I have. What do I, I mean, he goes, do I fire the guy? He's the best that I have. He's triple the production of anyone else. He goes, no, my, my, my decision is, do I overlook the fact that he's not there when he's supposed to be, or do I acknowledge that and go, you know, he produces so, many, so much production for us, Uh, so much volume that I'm going to be willing to overlook that. I overlook it because the guy is so good. Now, if you have Joe, the average guy that pulls that, Joe gets fired because Joe doesn't produce the numbers. So if you're talented enough in anything, there's a certain uh, level that you're going to get cut a break with. But if you're a marginal player, marginal business, whatever, and you try to break the rules, you try to do what you want to do, Odds are you're going to get shown the door. And uh, you know, that's just the way it is. You, 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 do you feel bad for Lucky Whitehead? Was it his fault? No. That wasn't, but he had some other things there. And again, folks, if he's good enough, he going to get a job. And I got another thing for you when we come back about another guy that seems to think entitled he should be entitled to get a job and I uh, think we've heard him. Yeah, say before. probably not. But there's a new take on this. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two. Washedell Valley Federal Credit Union text line and hotline. A couple text to read. When we get back. This segment brought to you by our friends at Pie Works. Jamie. Oh yes. Gourmet pizza by design. Seven ninety nine lunch special. That is pizza and a drink,
2: and Parmesan peppercorn dressing for that salad that you must
3: have. Yep.
1: Tell Jay and Company Absolutely. hello. That you heard about it on ESPN of the Edge. Back in a minute.
4: The Summer Clearance Event is going on now at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. We've got huge incentives to sell down our stock before the new models get here. 17 Jeep Cherokee has $4,000 in rebates and you can get one for only 21 dollars 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited has $3,750 in rebates, 17 Jeep Renegade has $3,500 in rebates, get a 17 Cherokee Trailhawk for only 32 dollars and the all-new Compass is in stock, so don't miss these savings during the Summer Clearance Event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston.
0: When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby.
4: I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. If you could talk to your animal when they say, Uh, uh, They're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely, and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital. 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and
0: become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Ouachita Valley Federal Credit Union. Making good things happen. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN 97.7.
1: Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox bringing it to you today folks appreciate you spending a little part of your day with us this morning uh, I do apologize also Jamie it sounded out. like I was calling from a tunnel on Monday I was in Sasquatch country up in southeast Oklahoma uh, reception apparently not very good I had some good takes too that I, I think the quality was just bad so
2: yeah have we had any uh this morning we had a little bit of a disturbance too in the airway so I hope we're yeah, we're I told heard that. Bit yeah. now.
1: When, I, when I drove in, I had you know. some stuff. I went by uh, Chick-fil-A this morning. And, again, they don't advertise with us because I don't think but they They, advertise, they yeah. don't advertise with anybody because they're Chick-fil-A. They don't have to. Uh, their new mantra, hashtag, we're not morons when we get your order right. But uh, at any rate, yeah, I'll listen to it on the app, which I would highly encourage you guys to do. If you haven't downloaded the Red Peach Media app. It works it's, well. It's free. And, uh, man, it's, it's absolute gold uh, mm-hmm. listening to us. So, here like, Here's the issue I have with with some of these sports talk guys now. I don't care, and, and Jamie, I probably have a diversity of friends from across every political spectrum known to man and then probably a couple known in Mars and Venus. Uh, You know, I don't defriend people or not like people because there are political affiliations. I'm all over the map, which means I'm schizophrenic politically, probably similar to you in some ways. Some ways. Uh, At any rate, there is a certain slant And and I think anybody with half a brain would acknowledge this uh, that a lot of networks have these days. It's a very progressive uh, slant from Bob Costas railing about gun control to, you know, everyone else. But they had uh, Justina Anderson and Ryan Clark on the other day. And the, the crux of this was they believe that the NFL ownership and Roger Goodell needs to come on and answer questions as to why Colin Kaepernick, does not have a job in the NFL.
2: It would be a brief press conference. He's not good enough.
1: Folks, let me, you know, and then everybody is, you know, uh, Jacinta goes on about how he's a proud man. He shouldn't have to beg for a job and and things of this nature. What about you and me? Well, my issue is I graduated high school in the very early 80s, and, you know, I've not been drafted since then. I'm beginning to think, Jamie, it might not happen.
2: Yeah, I'd say it's a good chance.
1: I mean, every year that goes by that I'm draft eligible, and I don't get drafted, Mm -hmm. I I think the likelihood of me actually achieving that dream, and and what makes my dream any different than Peyton Manning's or Colin Kaepernick's or, you know, whoever? Because I'm a good guy. I deserve that, don't I? No, I'm not good enough, folks. Just like our, our friend Lucky Whitehead, or just like Tim Tebow, the distraction that you bring has got to be less than the value that you bring. And so it just amazed me listening to that that, that interview with, with the, and they're paid for opinions just like I am, just like you are. But it amazed me that NFL owners, that they're going to they require NFL owners to, uh, or they want them to come on and justify why Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job. Number one, you're not entitled to anything. And you know, Michael Vick took a lot of heat for his suggestions for Colin Kaepernick from, from cutting his hair to reshaping the image. God knows if anybody knows something about reshaping an image, it's Michael Vick. Correct. But I think what people don't and they just conveniently forget. And again, I don't it doesn't matter to me. I don't know if there's sides to the issue or not. But ultimately, and like the New York Jets uh Giants owner came out and said, Look. A large number of our fan base said they do not want Colin Kaepernick here. Okay? Let's translate that. Fan base means people paying for seats, people buying into your organization. If you're going to alienate, it'll be like Walmart going out today and announcing, you know what, we don't like farmers, we don't like uh, union workers, and a matter of fact, we just don't like anybody. Do you think their stock would probably take a little bit of a dip? yes and so the jets the the giants owner is just uh, you know he's very he didn't have to say that and probably in hindsight he wishes he hasn't but he's not saying anything anybody any other owners not saying or at least thinking you know there's a reason is he good enough i don't know i'm not an nfl owner i'm not an nfl evaluator what i will tell you and i wasn't an nfl evaluator on tim tebow either tim tebow very popular in some circles vilified in others, I, yeah, I don't care what your opinion of him is, but ultimately the owner, the general manager, and the coach have to say, we want that guy on our team. Over for 32. Colin Kaepernick right now. Remember this, folks. Before you, and Again, do I think Colin Kaepernick had the right to do what he did? I, I think in America, in a First Amendment right, it's not just what I agree with. Yeah, you, you have the right to do what you do. But there's also repercussions with that because I have the right to feel any way I want to feel toward you or your actions. Uh, Jamie, if you walk in my studio with a Shea Guerrero or a communist t-shirt, you know, I'm probably going to throw you out on your can. Mm -hmm. I just am. Sorry. Uh, Is that I don't like you? No, I just didn't like what you represented. I mean, I know it's your freedom. Would I throw you out? No, but... Uh, you and I would have some uh, a, a spirited discussion, and that's fine. That's part of democracy mm-hmm. and all of that. But Colin Kaepernick, going back to the entitlement, he deserves to be in the NFL. And I've heard a lot of uh, players, or not a lot, but several, from Michael Bennett to Richard Sherman. He's better than some of these other people. What do you want in a backup quarterback? Stability? It's like, uh, you know, you want to be seen and not heard? In case there's an emergency, break glass, throw in the backup? But people forget Colin Kaepernick opted out of San Francisco. He had a contract, Jamie Foxx. He was good to go. He had a contract. Colin Kaepernick voided the contract. He said, I'm out of here. I'm going fishing in a bigger pond because I think other people will want me. Well, guess what? Nobody else has to this point, and that's, the owner's fault somehow you had a contract in san francisco and lord knows if there's a progressive city in america where his views would be not only tolerated but probably appreciated to a large extent it's san francisco he chose to get out he chose to make his stand that it was very heartfelt and all that fair enough he also chose to wear socks that had pigs on it he also chose to make the statements he made a lot of people applauded it a lot of people didn't and so he's a very controversial figure you don't want your backup quarterback you know and if they signed him somewhere let's just say you sign him in new orleans he's the backup quarterback in new orleans do you think they'd be interviewing drew Brees or colin kaepernick it's a distraction folks pure and simple it's a distraction to what your business is your business is winning football games. Mm-hmm. It's not Captain Planet or saving the world or whatever. And you can do that on your own time. And, and a lot of people are very politically active. I don't think anybody's faulting political active uh, athletes. But when it interferes with the ability for their franchise to do work and to be efficient and productive and and to be effective, I think that's what you're seeing here. Am I wrong? You are not
2: wrong in the least, because I can. I'll give you a, a story that uh, my friend Sean Williams and I uh, experienced uh, down in Alexandria uh, one Saturday uh, with the Future Stars League. We, uh, the Joe Horn and, and that yeah, group. Yeah, yeah. All, You are familiar yeah, with what yeah. we did. Sean well, came
1: on. And we talked about.
2: We that. talked about that, and uh, one of the things that was there at the end of the of the scrimmage, we were, were able to speak to a guy named Brandon Camel. We just happened to be listening in, and he brought up his uh, his story. I thought, man, that guy looks like he's a ball player, and he's sitting next to a guy that even looks bigger than him got to talking to him found out his name was brandon campbell he lives in shreveport now used to play for eastern michigan university okay and eastern michigan has has come a long way uh considered a doormat at one time but to show you how uh and i can't remember the coach's name brandon was good enough to get a free agent tryout with the with the jets well as you know terry those are fool's gold i mean those are those are chances of you making the team are not your – the ratio and the odds are not in your favor, okay? Whether you stand or sit for the Pledge of Allegiance, no doesn't make any difference. You better be damn good. And uh, Brandon told us a story about how he was running routes with the, you know, some of the ones and twos and uh, kind of tweaked a hamstring or something and kind of came back, and the, the coach looked at him and said, uh, you okay? Yeah, I just think he goes – You hurt? He goes, Well, he goes, No, you're not hurt. Because if you're hurt, we gotta cut you. In the huddle. It's a business. In the huddle. Now I'm sure he went out of his way to tweak the hamstring, right? Yes. That just shows you how cutthroat the NFL is. They will cut you if if a hair is out of place, if they don't think it fits them. It is such a tough, tough business. He told us stories about how teammates did things to one another. One took another one out partying the night before the final cutdown. It was between him and this other guy for a final roster spot. The guy had too much to drink, was late for the meeting. Guess who got cut? I mean, that's how it works. And there's only 53 roster spots right now. You can, you know, if you're even if you're lucky enough to even get on the practice squad, is what I call it, or the taxi squad, whatever you want to call it. That's how cutthroat it is, but to lucky to the lucky whiteshead of the world's and peace and the Colin Kaepernick's. Guess what? The biggest mistake Colin Kaepernick did was voiding the last year of his contract. Dumb move. What he did that correct? Because why? Because he thought he had an inflated opinion of his market value. Okay, so you take the repercussions that come with that. Not anything to do with his political stance. You were not very smart. It's like Johnny Mansell not cleaning up his act.
1: Why wouldn't the 49ers re-sign him now, Jamie? Why
2: wouldn't the Browns re-sign Johnny Mansell right now? Ah. Same thing. You're not, you're a bigger distraction. You're not good enough. You don't do anything. You don't tweak your hamstring, even though you don't mean to, if you're trying to make the New York Jets. You don't go out and get hammered the night before final cut down and expect to make any team.
1: You mean when you're, like, late for a walkthrough and you're a marginal player to begin with, you shouldn't be late? Uh, Your odds diminish greatly. When they tell you not to – Yeah, when they tell you, you know, Jamie, don't worry about getting on the team plane. You're not going this week.
2: Yeah. So, actually, this was strike number three with Lucky Whitehead. Uh, And he was fortunate he had those because something had to predicate Jason Garrett making that statement. Before the plane took off for New York, and, and you don't no. you don't do it. You can't do it. And The
1: Cowboys again, they would sign OJ and Charles Manson. They are the second chance you of professional football. The OJ would be running.
2: <laughs> Listen, if O if he gets in October, if OJ's running a four a sub four or five, and can catch the ball with it, if he still got. He's getting signed by somebody. The OJ, yes. So I don't wanna hear this, you know, this oh well, you know, it's and I tell you, there's a certain that net, there's networks right now that continue to, to use this as trying to make a, a statement, a political statement about it, and I'm going, It ain't washing. You can say what you want. No the thirty two NFL franchises owe those networks nothing. You can choose to covers but you, you lose you, your pay in the coverage. And us. there's a lot of them's, uh Last time I checked, a lot of people were losing jobs in sports
1: broadcasting. Indeed they are. So. You listen to ESPN 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, with a solution to all things. Uh, well, maybe not. Depends <laughs> on who you talk to. I don't
2: know. But anyway, yeah.
1: that's our opinion. That's our opinion, and we're sticking to it. Stay tuned. We're going to come back. We're going to get into a few more of opinionated things uh, you're welcome to text in triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two Washita Valley Federal Credit Union text line and hotline triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two. This segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, folks. The Louisiana Special Olympics. Back in a minute.
4: To in sports, you must focus on your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investment.
0: Six, one, I'm
4: Eric McCullough, your Edward Jones financial advisor, and I can help. Call 318-254-0032 or stop by my office at 734 Celebrity Drive today. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC.
0: Now's the time to take home a Tahoe from Ryan Chevrolet, where there are more new Tahoes to choose from than anywhere else in North Louisiana. And that's not all. We're slammed with Silverados, over 250 on the lots, and we need more room, so don't miss the savings choices on our summer deals. Ryan Chevrolet, 1101 Oliver Road in Monroe. Call 318-387-2222 or visit ryanautomotive.com. Find new roads.
4: Thanks for making Ryan Chevrolet the number one truck dealer in Northeast Louisiana. GM supply data for total Chevy sales.
1: The safest
0: place for your gun collection, jewelry, documents, valuable items. Here's Rich and McKinney.
1: Get the number one rated safe in America, Liberty Gun Safes. Made in the USA and on sale now at McKinney's. For example, the Liberty Private. A fireproof safe that holds 22 guns with electric lock and a lifetime warranty. It retails for $13.49. We have them on sale for just $7.99. Select from over 100 gun safes with delivery and install available. When the
0: unexpected happens, Liberty has you covered from McKinney's Outdoor Superstore, Rusty. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the Edge on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN Uh, (laughs)
1: 97.7. This segment brought to you by our friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby Manning is there for you. 318 342 1411, Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Jamie, we're talking during the break. And, and for you guys that, you know, if you've listened to the show very often, uh, I'm a fan and always have been, not necessarily about some of the crass stuff that he does, but just the genius and the way he sort of changed radio. I'm a big Howard Stern fan. Now, Sean Fox is too. Yeah, he is. Uh, big Stern fan. I used to listen to Stern all the time in Dallas, Fort Worth. And we were talking during the break. It kind of makes it funny because. You know, Stern's big thing is he talks about his life and experiences. we got to do the same thing here. We share some things in here from being fired to me being beaten by a lady wearing house shoes and rollers in her hair in basketball. which uh, All very, true, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, all true. very, very true. That'll check your ego, buddy. Yes, it will. No uh, doubt about you know, it. It'll humble you quickly. The bright green and yellow matching house shoes and, and hair mm-hmm. rollers. Well, and, at least
2: he was matching.
1: Sort of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that'll check the old ego out there.
2: And then she tell you later your team played yeah, hard. Your team it? played
1: hard, coach. Thank <laughs> you very 31 much. 31 point Where loss. Where do you get your No, it was worse than that. Uh she had better players. Yeah. And uh they played, which is uh yeah, that I when I first started coaching, I'll be honest with you, I thought that you know, coaches make all the difference in the world. Doesn't matter. You put a great coach with the worst team in the world. Like we all watch bad news bears a little bit too much. Yeah. You know how the Bad News Bears suck before they got Kelly and Amanda? Mm-hmm. Kelly leaked the guy, the, the criminal that hits bombs, and Amanda, the girl that could pitch. Mm-hmm. They were awful before that, folks. Yes, they and were. And so it wasn't like Buttermaker all of a sudden learned how to coach. He got two better players, and they started winning. It's the same uh, probability when you get into coaching at any level. Uh, if you get better players, now you have to coach them, you have to manage them, and you have to do things like that. Does that make a difference? Yes, it does. But you can take the greatest coach in the world with subpar talent, and you're only going to be so good. Yeah. Conversely, you can put a moron out there with an overwhelming talent. They're going to win a bunch of games. It's the people when you have really good talent and really good coaches that you start winning consistently year after year. After. Shall we should we make a list of the football people around here that are like that? I don't think we have to now, do we? Yeah, and it's
2: true to your point. It, it, it truly is the uh... – it's not the X's and O's with the Jimmy and Joes that do and X and O's do help, but uh, you don't really out-scheme people nowadays. Well, yeah, yeah, that was a
1: blow to my ego, though.
2: Yeah, I, yeah my, sure. my
1: first year I went thirty and two as a freshman coach. I was convinced I was the next Patino because my two three zone slide was going to revolutionize the game. And yeah, the next year I think we go like fifteen to fifteen running the same plays and going. You know, these plays worked a lot better. Well, I had better
2: players. But you were still doing the. Uh, what you call it? Free zone? What you call it? I so, don't even know. I, make I don't know. It up. sounded like a, a, a move you used on the dance yeah. floor, the well, Holodome back in the day. Well, that's
1: why I didn't call timeout because you got to talk to them. That's right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you don't call timeout because you actually got to come up with. Str- uh, yeah, I'm making a little bit of a joke there, but uh, so I talked to a buddy of mine the other day. He's a school board member over in Texas, but he's also a Division one college official, and used to call a bunch of my games. And uh, we were talking. He was at the Vegas event where Lavar Ball pulled his team. Off the floor. Now, he was not officiating the game, but he was watching the game, as were a ton of other officials, a ton of Division I coaches, because this is the, the recruiting period or the evaluation period, actually, for uh, for coaches. And so they're out. So LaVarball Ball, in his flip-flops, in his shirt. his were they big, big ball-
2: baller flip-flops,
1: though? Uh, I don't think so. I think they were like Kmart flip-flops. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so LaVarball. Ball is up by nine on a good team that had beaten him by 20 before. Mm-hmm. Coaching. Coaching. Yeah, LeVar Ball's coach. They're up by nine. They get a trap, and it, LeVar Ball's kid, the big baller guy, fouls the other kid. Okay, he fouls him. It, it's, it's, you know, sometimes your players do actually foul. Well, LeVar goes crazy, runs out on the court, gets a technical, and then just tells this kid, pack it up, we're gone. We're leaving. It's like, you know, well, no, it's nine or ten minutes to go in the game. We're not going to get cheated. We're out of here. Which, you know, goes back to the old saying that my dad, I'm sure your dad, when the going gets tough, the tough quit. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, no, they didn't teach that. But anyway, you just taught all these kids that if you don't like the way something is going, that just quit. I'm not going to be part of this cheating. Never mind the energy that the kids had to get up by nine points on a pretty good team. But no, I'm I'm out. See you. He pulled him off the floor. Leaves the, the, the gym. And, you know, if I'm running that tournament, I promise you. And Levar, oh, by the way, uh, my buddy told me that was there. Uh, it's a packed house, right? LeVar Ball's family is given seats right by the bench. They brought chairs in for LeVar's family. And, and I don't negate that with his wife because his wife's had some health problems. So I, I don't. that That's fine. I, I'm cool with that. Uh, in the
2: oh yeah, she has to live with him.
1: Yeah, the controversy that that surrounds his family. So you know, I don't. Neg- I, I I can see that. Fair enough. Uh, but Lavar, folks, let me tell you something. If your travel ball coach or your AAU basketball coach shows up in flip flops and a wife beater, get your money back and run from them. If they have a wife beater in flip flops and they show up to coach anything. And God forbid if they have the word coach written on their shirt, run. You know that's just for the people that don't realize that they're a coach because it says coach on my shirt. That's old Al McGuire. If there's if he has coach written on his shirt, it's almost a certainty he's not
2: exactly. Uh,
1: but yeah, it's just it's bizarre things, and you wonder why we are where we are uh, with entitlement. Yes, you didn't like the officials' call. Guess what, Lavar. You're not going to – I didn't like a lot of – the guy that called me and I talked to him about this, he called. He hit me with two or three T's before. It's business. I like him. Do I think he makes mistakes? Yes. Does he think I make mistakes? Yes. It's part of the game. But the fact that you teach your high school kids that, well, things are not going the way I want them to go and we're going to quit. Rather than play it out, you know, because in life – You know, i tell you what, if you don't like your light bill, just don't pay it. I think that's too much. Who is LPNL? LPNL, You charge me. I'm not going to pay it. See how that works out for you. It's called a monopoly. Uh, Go to Piccadilly today. Go to lunch. Get whatever you're going to get there. At the end of the time, eat all your lunch and go tell them, hey, I think it was too much. You to be in the back washing dishes, if not in the Monroe City lockup.
2: Well, a lot of people do that by telling them it wasn't any good, and the, you know, they shame the management into comping the meal. There's, oh, you don't think that goes on around here now, do you? Um, you ate the whole thing, sir. Well, I wanted to be sure. Only every day. Um, only every day, people try to get a free meal out of that. Um, I wouldn't give it
1: to. Them. I, I'm just. I no, wouldn't. I
2: wouldn't. I, say, I was in. Sorry, ch- I'm sorry you had a bad experience here. This is not a Chinese restaurant. The customer is not always right. See ya.
1: Hey, I was at Chick fil A this morning and somebody actually was not happy with something. Those people bent over backwards mm-hmm. to, here, we're going to replace your meal. We're going to do this. So, so. And I'm thinking, man, what a culture that those people have. It's an incredible culture of, and it doesn't matter. I wonder
2: if the guy really deserved that kind of treatment. Though, I, I
1: Probably so, but it just shows you they go out of their way yeah. to, and I think you have businesses and organizations like that. You also have businesses and organizations that go out of their way just to absolutely hose you. Uh and, and so going back to the LeVar ball deal, what do you teach your kids, Jamie, when you quit? I mean I mean so let's let's say high school football is getting ready to kick off here pretty quick. Let's say you're going in a game and actually I saw a team try to do this like they tried to quit in the third quarter last year. The coach had a conversation with the officials mm-hmm. about we don't want to play anymore. <laughs> we just don't want to play. We're done. I saw I was there. All right? I talk to people afterwards. The Yep, that's what they're trying to Like, you got to be kidding me. So, you know, if you're at a junior high game or, a you know, a, a fall baseball game, you know, and if you get behind or, matter of fact, if you just don't like a call, mm-hmm. you didn't like the strike call on that left, quit. Just leave. Done. That'll show them. Well, you know,
2: that doesn't equate real well, though, uh, in the military.
1: How about, no, how about English class? Yeah. You go to English class and you don't. You know, you think a question is unfair? Just quit. Oh, well, I'm done. I'm not taking this test.
2: Well, you're seeing it on college campuses now. I mean, you're seeing. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's rampant now that people are protesting uh, all sorts of things. If you don't if you don't allow that, not only am I, I'm not going to allow this this person to speak on campus at all. And the mellow Melbato's administration folds like you know. And let's let's the students, let the inmates run the asylum. If you knew
1: you how. Know, walk. If you don't like it, leave. Here's the thing about a lot. And, look, I, I can speak on this because I've been on a bunch of college campuses. Worked there with and some of my really close friends uh, who are politically very different than me. If you get an environment where the only people you're around believe a certain thing. Right. You tend to believe everybody agrees with that. For example, if you live in Washington, D.C., or maybe Los Angeles or maybe uh, New York City, certain parts of that. Everybody tends to, to have sort of the same political affiliation, and so you assume everybody believes the same way. You know, if you're if you're in the Boston area, you assume everybody loves the Patriots. Oh, the, how could you not like the Patriots? Mm-hmm. People hate the Patriots. The New York Yankees, the most hated uh, franchise in professional sports. They had a study that came out about two weeks ago on that. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, their lightning rod. You like them or you hate them. There's no in-between. Kansas City Chiefs. Do you know really anybody that hates the Chiefs? Seriously? I like the Chiefs. Or, or hates the Cleveland Browns? I mean, they're, they're, the, the Cleveland Browns are like the wart that I had cut off this week. It's just sort of there. You don't really think a lot about it yeah. until uh, it irritates you. I mean, the Detroit Lions. I mean, other than Chicago Bear fan, who really hates Why the would Detroit you hate Lions? Detroit.
2: Why would anybody hate the Detroit Lions. You ever been to Detroit? I have. And I have. I've flown into it. Uh, I'm I'm pulling for Detroit. Uh, let me just say that if anybody needs love, it's Detroit. Um, but again, you know, uh, Terry, it's we're at a point now where you know, uh, from a from a standpoint, if you you're, you're seeing people, you know, and I, and I admit I've done it. You know, you get to a point where people are starting to unfriend each other and. And all this over. over I unfriend you, Jamie. Well, I thought. Well, if they feel that way about me, then I found out they unfriended somebody
1: else. So, so I mean, it's just, it's. I want people that agree. That's all I want for my friends. I want people that agree with what I say. But why do you
2: think people in Philadelphia, Seattle, and these large? Why? Because these people that live in these metropolitan areas are so heavily dependent on government to provide transportation. To provide housing, to provide free stuff. Well, it's not free. You pay for it. In taxes. Somebody pays for it. Somebody pays for it. But there's a lot of people there that choose to live in those municipalities because the government is basically taking care of them in a lot of ways, and they're you know they provide the government provides the transportation. So that's why they feel the way they do college campuses you notice people that feel that like you said you notice they tend to stay around college campuses yes because it's safe that that when they say safe space they're right because you really don't have to go out and be challenged by anyone that thinks differently than you do okay. and it's a safe space you know you're you're not allowed uh, it's, it's it's group think and guess what it's safe
1: it is in that area. I'll tell you, we come back. My daughter was writing a paper down at LSU last year, and I told her how to make a great grade on it. Yeah, just – And I was actually right. But uh, I'll tell same you Same thing th- happened
2: with Sean in college. Sean can write. Not very well, but he –
1: Sean graduated at Southeastern,
2: right? No, Tech. Tech? Mm-hmm. Started Ooh. at Southeastern, and Tech was – out of their minds, but when they accepted him, what they did.
1: I think that Tech was more like a, uh, we feel bad for you, we're going to give you, we'll give you a degree if you choose not to come back ever again.
2: Well, I think the only reason Tech took me was because like, fortunately back then, they knew my checks would clear.
1: Yeah, fair so, enough. It, Good it. stuff, man. You listen to ESPN 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, solving the world's ills. This segment brought to you by our friends at Spa Navel, who can solve the world's ills. Particularly four-legged is. Go by and yeah. see them. Uh, get a spa package, 807-1060. Spa DeVille, Lemmy Lane in Monroe. Back in a minute.
4: Brennan Collision Center is now open. This is Steve Brennan. Our new body shop is now open and ready to take care of your repair needs. Our manager, Cheryl Thornhill, is well known in the area, and her team of Marshall Doss, Paul Wills, Doc, Kevin Murray, and Joellen Simpson have decades of experience and a reputation second to none. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and our phone number is 251-4824. We'll get your car repaired quick and to your satisfaction. Give Cheryl a call. Brennan Collision Center, located next to Brennan Dodge on the service road in Ruston. The West Washtaw
0: Youth Sports Association registration opens on July 22nd and ends
2: on August the 23rd. For football, soccer, and cheerleading, you can register online at si play. or check the website for registration dates at the complex. Cost for football and soccer is $90, and cheerleading is $90 plus uniform.
1: I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital, specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals, and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North. You can reach out to them at 345-4545, that's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and The Edge.
0: A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it.
2: Washita Valley Federal Credit
0: Union. Making good things happen. How does it feel You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN
1: 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, all things sports and some things not. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us today as always. This segment brought to you by our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get. Go see him on US 165 North. in Monroe, 318-345-4545. And as we get ready to go into football season, which is a, a very fun time uh, if you're in this area in the south as a general rule, a lot of high school stuff coming up, uh, we're going to reach out, and I've uh, got a great event coming up this Friday. And uh, Reverend Telefero is in to tell us a little bit about that. Still tickets and stuff available, and I'm going to get him to sort of go into uh, the details. Reverend, welcome in this morning. How you doing, sir?
3: I'm doing great. Uh, it's a beautiful day, sunshine. We're getting ready for Friday. We're all excited about uh, Friday at noon at, at uh, First Methodist Church with the high school football roundup. We have – this is really exciting. We have 11 coaches, 11 schools represented from northeast Louisiana, from Ruston to Washita High to – uh, Bastrop, to Wasman and parts in between, of course, Neville, West Monroe, West Washita, St. Fred, OCS. It's going to be just a, be a great time of celebrating football, and we're going to hear about the upcoming season of all these teams and how they're expecting great things. But we're also selling a hamburger lunch that's raising money for a great organization called Families Helping Families. And that particular charity uh, works with families that have children, that have disabilities, they were born with disabilities, whether they're learning disabilities or physical disabilities, mental disabilities, and uh, they walk with that family, especially in the early years, but they walk with that family the entire life of the, uh, of the person as they help them uh, find their, their calling, their gifts, and uh, be able to launch into life in a beautiful way.
1: Well, you know, what a tremendous event. Uh, you know, you get to marry two things, which is our love of football and also being able to do such a worthwhile charity. I, I guess I'll go back and, you know, give us a little history of how you came up with this and, uh, you know, go back to when it started and, and take us to now.
3: Okay. Well, uh, last year was the first time we did this, and uh, I'm a member of the West Monroe Rotary Club and I'm also uh, partners in, in uh charity work in our community with Modern Woodmen of America. Steve Best is involved there. And uh, together, we put together a uh, first-time try last year of several high schools getting together to uh, talk about the upcoming season. And then we used it, of course, partnered with Families Helping Families. The West Monroe Rotary Club every year raises thousands of dollars for Families Helping Families. We're proud that normally we raise ten to $15,000 every year, and this is a uh, key component of us coming over that finish line. And uh, so last year we had the coach from Ruston, West, West Monroe, Neville, Washita, and uh, it was a great time celebrating our, our uh, seasons that are coming up. And so we decided it was such a tremendous event. We'd do it again. We expanded the format. Now we have 11 schools represented, and uh, – So now we're ready to, again, have a hamburger sale, $10 a plate, fully-dressed hamburger, chips, drink, your choices, water, Coke, Diet Coke, uh, brownie. And uh, if you want carryout orders, you can get carryout orders. But the big thing is to gather at the noontime and hear the coaches and celebrate this coming football season with the young men and also make a world of good for uh, families helping families.
1: Reverend John Telefero joining us, uh, the event coming up Friday. What time do people, uh, tell us where it's at, and what time do okay. people need to start getting there, would you suggest?
3: Uh, if you get there about 1130, pick up your meal. It'll be good because with, with 11 schools represented, to uh, take care of that within a lunch hour, a 55-minute uh, period, we need to start right at noontime. So if you get to First United Methodist Church, West Monroe, it's on the service road. Uh, there in Westman Road, take the Thomas Road exit just down from Walmart, and you'll see the l- largest uh, roof area that faces uh, the interstate is where the meeting will be. And uh, go on in. And uh, we have about 100 plate lunches left that we can, uh, so we're quickly running out of, of, of space. So if, you, if you're interested, call the church at 318-387-0511. 318 uh, 387 318-387- One of our secretaries will answer the phone and tell the secretary you're interested in reserving a ticket for the high school football roundup. And we'll be ready for you at 1130 there at the church and the Family Life Center, the gymnasium. Uh, We'll start punctually. As far as the program goes, we'll start start punctually at 12. We'll be done at 1255. So if you've got somewhere to be at 1 o'clock, you have that possibility
2: um reverend john and i'll call you reverend john if you don't mind because it's hard for me to say reverend john talaferro but i think i tr- i think i i butchered that pretty good but uh again tell <laughs> us this you, you indicated this is your your second year and as terry indicated this marries two great causes uh give us an idea if you know how many families were you able to help last year just as a result of la- of the first year's event wow that's a that's
3: a great question um, my my guess is is that Family helping families helped over 150 families. They need to understand when we say that it says you say well thousands of dollars, but you need to understand when you drive to New Orleans to Ochsner's Clinic and you're spending the night or two nights in hotel and gas and so forth, you consume money really quick. And uh, so one of the this is these funds are non-designated funds that are in the general fund of families Helping Families that allows families to go together, mother, father, child. And if they need to get to Houston, need to get to Dallas, need to get to St. Jude's and Memphis, there are funds available to make that happen. Um, so there's just a world of, of ways that that reaches out. So I think 150 is a reasonable figure. In fact, I'm going to pro- probe that, uh, probe that uh, question a little farther with my uh, executive director to make sure what that looks like because it's a growing number it's a powerful thing that we're doing
1: we appreciate you coming on man what a great and i'm looking forward to uh seeing i got one last question for you before we get out of here uh as competitive as all the football coaches are what did you do in order of speaking uh you know they have certain (laughs) time segments did you like (laughs) did you did you raffle it off did you draw them out of a hat uh did you arm wrestle i mean how, how did you come up with a speaking order
3: that's a great question because we, we it's really interesting. I kind of let the competition lay low, but uh, the coaches made the direct reference to, like, let me give you an illustration. Last year, Coach McCartney from Neville, and what a tremendous leader he is and person he is and not only a coach, but uh, he smiled and chuckled. He said, can you imagine Neville being in West Monroe? And, you know, that, that capsulizes the whole uh... spirit of, uh, of of loving our schools and yet pulling together as a community and, and and so how we do it is we uh... we will designate uh... spaces on the uh... on the chief table there there will be a head table and so i will make that decision with card slots and so forth and try to spread it out so we go from across the area in a, in a, in a way that helps everybody maintain a connection with the whole program but uh... there's real competition about uh being able to uh, share the, the joy and the beauty and the possibilities of their program. And so it's really a fun thing. So basically I'll designate where they sit, and they'll, they'll uh, share from that standpoint. And there will be a premier player from every school there as well. So uh, we hope to hear from those student athletes. And one of the other things is going to happen, and this is really fun, we'll raffle away a piece of school memorabilia, a T-shirt, a cap, a license plate, Of uh, West Monroe High, of Bastrop, that sort of thing, and so the people that come to the lunch will be able to uh, potentially take a piece home of their favorite school. And secondly, if somebody wants to get a uh, a uh, uh, to-go lunch, they can pick that up at 11 o'clock, but the program starts at 12.
1: Good stuff. Looking forward to being out there tomorrow, and I hope this event is a huge success. No,
3: you're, you're,
2: it's Friday,
1: Friday, Friday. I'm still, Friday, a right. still a day off. Still a day off. Oklahoma is like a day ahead or something. Reverend
2: right? John just he was sweating bullets. You know they moved it up a day early. Yeah, we on moved us. it up a day. And we don't want to do that
1: to you. <laughs> yeah, we did. But I appreciate you joining us. Looking forward to seeing you out there, Friday, folks, and encourage everybody to go out there. Reverend John, thank you so much for uh, for being on the call. Jamie, you know you're what, welcome. What thank it was, you. Yes, sir. When he was saying that, it, it sort of struck a nerve or, or gave me a thought, which I have a thought every once in a while, uh, a couple things. You know, they're auctioning off memorabilia from yes, schools. Yes. Perhaps you have an old memorabilia from LTI in your days there that you could, uh, you know, maybe a prison shank or something you could autograph for, um, for somebody.
2: Yeah, You know, anything for the cause. Uh, I'll be willing to bring it. Uh, again, uh, I – I don't know if anybody can really relate to a, a T-shirt with a, a prison number underneath it, to kind of look like that. But if uh, you know what a wonderful event this is going to be, uh, Friday, and as, as Reverend John indicated, you know they'll it starts right at twelve, so you want you'll want to be late.
1: I've got I've got another idea for him for next year. I, okay. I think this would absolutely work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you appeal to the, and that's why I threw the question out there about who speaks first, because, you know, those guys are highly competitive, which coaches most of them Sure, are. 11 of and, them And if year. you're not highly competitive, you're probably not going to be coaching very long. Uh, why not have every staff, every football staff, at, you know, that you invite, you have one person off your staff that's your arm wrestling champion for your staff. So West Monroe would send somebody, Sterlington would send – everybody sends an arm wrestling guy, and you put a bracket together. And then on the, the flip side of that – you have like a 5K as well, so each coach would send a 5K representative uh, from their program. Uh, they can wager in a friendly way on that. Support your coaches. See who wins that. Who okay. would win an arm? Who would win the arm wrestling uh, so, championship so out of the area? That's this a great is a question. this
2: is a benefit event, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you say the arm wrestling. So Terry, what you what you're implying is that people will be betting on the arm. Who They'd would be
1: supporting the, their 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 coach. That's betting. You, you well, do no, realize the money it's goes being held to get, at a and church. the money goes to the charities. You're supporting. I don't know. Maybe maybe you could do that at a church. Maybe, maybe we throw a few have bones. To- Listen, I'm, you know what?
2: Maybe, at, at this point, I think we'll we'll all just we'll, yeah, we'll endorse that. I like
1: the idea. You yeah, have, I think, you have I an arm wrestling think, champion from each, and, and you get to pick who that is. I, th- I think
2: everybody would approve of that. I think even the good Lord above would say, you know what? For this cause, let's throw a few bones down and. And uh, have an arm wrestling event that uh, you can you can place your wager, friendly wager. <laughs> this is a very friendly wager. Remember Reverend John made that
0: uh, made that
2: very clear. Uh, this is a friendly wager on uh, you know who's going to win the uh, arm wrestling championship.
1: Uh, well, good stuff. So I've got about five texts on that as we get out of here. We'll explore that more tomorrow. Thanks for listening today, folks. Our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber North Monroe Animal Hospital. Thanks to Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law. Hi Works Spa G.B. Cooley for supporting our program. Until tomorrow, for Jamie Foxx, I am Terry Waldrop. We will see you bright and early, nine bells in the morning. Aloha, folks. Have a good day.
0: Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it off. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.